The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond it, hello and welcome once again to IGN's PlayStation Show. I'm your host, Max Scovel, and I'm joined by my good friends, Brian Altano. Jada Griffin. Uh, pass. <laughs> and Akeem Lawanson. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Beyond. That was a weird intro right there. I know. Brian, I don't you know. I clap for like yourself. A, like a that? seal. Why I don't you... know why I did that. <laughs> We've been doing this for, what, seven? We weren't there for like the first 400 of them or something, but like it's still, we're still not great at it. I was there. on some of those. I didn't clap back then. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. I think doing. it's good. You used to I make just like didn't a gun sound clap. effect with your mouth. And I just didn't want to clap back. Yeah. You didn't want to clap back. I didn't want to clap back. Okay. Anyway, off to a great start. This is a show where we talk <laughs> about PlayStation games, and a whole bunch of them came out, so we're going to be talking about them. But the big thing we want to talk about is there's sort of two major contenders for Game of the Year this year. There's mm-hmm. Elden Ring, and there's God of War Ragnarok. And I think, you know, obviously these are these have their strengths, they have their weaknesses, they're both incredible games. But for the sake of conversation that we record and broadcast onto the internet... We should argue about which one is actually Yeah, we, we all figured we've been doing this internally for a long time, and this will happen on, on bigger stages, quite literally at the Game Awards, and then also you know, at IGN's Best Stuff. Safe to say that those two will be uh, in, in contention with, with several other games. Um, but yeah, we like both of those games a lot, if not love them, uh, adore them. They're, we, uh, they both got 10s at IGN, so you can't even do a, well, that got a 10, that got a 9. So yeah, it's time to put these two titans against each other using uh, a long list of criteria that we have developed internally mm-hmm. that we will use to bicker and debate. And we've, you know, in the interest of sort of fairness, um, Brian, you and I are sort of in the Elden Ring camp, and yes. Jada, you and Akeem are uh, Team Ragnarok. And it's, I don't know, we, we we've all, definitely again, got a better team name. Team, yeah, Team God of War, Team... Team Ragnarok team, is a cool no, team. No, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah. Go you by, guys are we go Team Ring? Rock. Are you guys playing Sonic? Like, Team Ring? I don't think the point is to make team names. The point it's is not, like, that's <laughs> not important. We're getting by. Okay. So, first things first, like, these are clearly, like, they're, these games both play to their strengths in different areas. Like, yes. they're both, they're structurally, narratively, stylistically very different, but they're also, like, at the, at the core very similar. Like, they're both heavily rooted in like Norse mythology. They're both epic fantasy. They're both, you know, very combat centric, but like both third person action games. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's start things off. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk narrative, which okay. again is may, maybe the lowest priority part of a game, but also, you know, it's, that's how you motivate people to finish the game kind mm-hmm. of, you know, I, I think if you go into a game though, and like narrative is a low priority, I think you're already kind of setting your game up for failure. Like if you don't like narrative is such an important part for, like you said, getting people to finish your game yeah. and, 
right. hooking the audience and keeping them wanting to play your game for 10, 15, 20, 30, however many hours, you know? But it's also like it, games don't need a narrative to be games. True. You Very know? true. Like right. it's, it, it'd be kind of weird to have a game that is of this scale in this presentation that doesn't have a story. These people are just wandering around, not saying anything, not talking. But, uh, you know, clearly... I think it's funny. Elden Ring was hyped up as being like from the mind of George R. R. Martin, and I don't. I forget that he was remotely involved. I honestly think that was just some marketing. I think they threw him some, threw him a few bucks. He invented. Some. Well, he he did like some world building stuff, right? And I uh, so I I think, and this is at me from Team Elden Ring. I think that like it on on surface level, God of War takes this category quite easily. I mean, they've got they've got uh, you know voice actors front and center. The story is a major major point yeah. of this game. It exists solely to build conflicts uh, and interactions between these characters. How well it does that is a different story. Maybe you, you know maybe you like it, maybe you don't. I I thought it got it gets a little soggy in the middle, but I love the last third of this game so much. Whereas Elden Ring thrives on lore, and lore is one of those things. And you know there's some of that in God of War also, right? You've got to mm -hmm. dig around, you've got to read certain things or like pick up on yeah, certain lore, conversations. Lore isn't really a story. Yes. It's like ingredients for a story. Yeah. It's it's effectively like it's narrative, you know, set dressing. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's but in the background. Elden Ring has so many interesting things happening with smaller characters and conflicts and side stories and uh, NPCs and stuff like that that I think are really, really cool. But if just on the grander, bigger scale, God of War is like, this is our story. This is, you know, we're sticking with it. I, yeah. And this is our cast and everything like that. I mean, I, I will say like, I, you know, I'm, I'm on Team Elden Ring here, but like, I, I think God of War Ragnarok has a better story across the board. Like, narratively speaking, it has clear cut characters. It makes its makes its point clear. You understand what's about, what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, that is something that is done where we've seen that plenty of times done over with books and movies and shows. Like that, the way it presents its narrative is very much in a sort of a conventional fashion. Whereas Elden Ring is like whatever the video game equivalent of show don't tell is right. Like it is mm -hmm. a world that is just there and it kind of turns you loose and it's kind of up to you to figure out what the hell anything is mm -hmm. and get killed by it and then come back and try to find out again, you know, but like God of War is, I don't know. One of them, one of them talks a lot and the other one doesn't, you know, God of War is a very it's chatty just... game. I got to say, this is kind of crazy. You know, uh, you know, for someone that's on Team Elden Ring, you guys are doing a lot of defending of of, of our they, team. I, I, love both I. I love both of these games. You I, know? Was like, I was like, I don't, I mean, what are we going to argue now, Akeem? Yeah. Like, we don't what even we, need to. Our point's already winning without even having to say a I know. word. It's this, the best debate we're that we're going to get. We're shooting some own, own goals over here. One um, thing I, I will say real quick before, yeah. and, then, and then I'll shut up about this and let you talk for the rest <laughs> of this narrative section, for sure. Um Elden Ring does have like a, a role play element to mm -hmm. it that um, God of War doesn't have. God of War is very deliberately like these are your characters. These are their actions. You can change their costumes a little bit. You can play dress up a little bit. But Elden Ring has this entire thing where you're like. I'm going to play as a magician or I'm going to play as a warrior. And you can really get into that character and kind of build up that for yourself. Like that's not a story, but the sort of ability to change your character, uh, dress up as different things, take that's on not different either of the games. We're showing breath of the wild. <laughs> this is footage. totally, get that, get I mean, that out of here. That's uh, you know, that, thank you. I, I like, look, I, I'll, I'll, I'll never say no to a little breath of the wild. As I get treat. those two confused all the time. Though, I mean, so they look identical. Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Both amazing. Games, so obviously games. I could see why you do that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you, Brian. Like there is so much more agency that it gives to the player when you're playing Elden Ring compared to God of War. Um, and that's, and that's a good thing because there's so much in the world. I will say, I feel like, you know, whether it was George R. R. Martin or not, 
Elden Ring is about having this bigger world than Ragnarok has currently. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know what's going to happen with the next God of War game and like how that's going to tie in. Like we know now after Ragnarok that, hey, you know, the Greek gods were a thing and the Norse gods were things and the Norse gods are aware of what Kratos did when he was in Greece. Right. Like, so that world is constantly expanding. Um, So like, that's a really cool thing for me when it comes to God of War is because I feel like the story is just only going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. Whereas Elden Ring is very self-contained, whether we get an Elden Ring sequel, what the DLC looks like more story stuff. Um, But you do get more player agency in Elden Ring. And that's one thing I really did love. I played like a healer, uh, but I also, you know, rebuilt my character halfway through and i just ran around beating people down with two great shields right really weird way to play that game but sure you know you know i mean it's just i think that's like passive aggressive is that tactic you know (laughs) i was you know what so like i was when i was playing like healer and like heal and fire and dragon arcane kind of build i was mostly playing solo and then i started playing co-op with my partner and his friend and like they were already doing one was doing arcane one was doing like kind of brute strength stuff so i was like you know what i'm just gonna do something for the lols and i literally put all my points into strength and just started beating on people with great shields and and, and you can do that though, and you like, can totally do that like i got the one that breathes fire so i was just like walking down the hallway breathing fire at everything <laughs> coming towards us and reflecting all the arrows arranged it was, like, it was great like we'll get into like more multiplayer and like that kind of like gameplay stuff later but the fact that i had that agency to be like i'm just a walking tank i am you know i am the shield hero um of elden ring uh kudos to anybody else who watches that anime out there um (laughs) but yeah like it's a it's i I loved elden ring for that but you know i like i said like you you guys already made the point for me ragnarok is the better story overall Um, i mean story and gameplay are kind of antithetical like a story a story that is told is someone else's decision like that's sort of how that works you can make up your own story which is kind of what you know role-playing is like but again that's not scripted you know that's not mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. someone else telling you uh, you know unfurling this this tale and, which and is Ak- Ragnarok did. Akeem, I, I want you to take note uh, jada just complimented elder ring a lot so that's you can do yeah, that here today okay i'm just making sure i was like i was i was gonna go in i was gonna go in i, I you know the, the thing is like i feel like everyone that i've come into contact here that has played Elden Ring, I'm talking here as in IGN, Yeah, uh, has just freaking loved Elden Ring. And I feel like such an outcast, because I'm like, I'm not loving this game. Uh, I know I'm going to get chewed up and spit out in the comment section for even saying that, but I don't know, Elden Ring is just it's just not my my cup of tea as it, mm-hmm. as it you know, pertains to video games. Like, I, I mean, like, because like of really, how much really high tea that you can burn yourself with, you know maybe. what I would have wished I had a look I for, <laughs> no, with no sugar would, in it. You know, I would rather not. Max. I, I, I should I should have checked like what the like trophy percentage for like completing like just having one of those like in game story completion trophies for oh, right. Elden Ring because it's been out for what ten months now. Yeah. Um. And so like it would be interesting to see like how far people got through that and like and what if that was story that kind of pushed people through just gameplay how much people loved it like it's it's a lot of different mm-hmm. things it could be I, also i was i was totally setting a came up to play good cop bad cop for our for team ragnarok but so that's so i you, think he just wants the bad to cop nice. today you don't did, have to did be I, nice am, at all am, i'll be the good am cop. i the bad cop you're the bad, am I the bad cop. cop i'll be the good cop you be the bad cop why not i completely understand why people would be especially you akeem what you'd be like okay when i sit down to play a video game at the end of the day i know you work your butt off you're like i don't want to get my you know get chewed up and spit out by a bunch of monsters and killed there's a lot of pushback that happens in Elden Ring that doesn't really happen at God of War until you start playing on some higher difficulties, right? Or you start poking around in the corners in the places where like the really tough optional boss fights are. Hmm. Um, God of War does have a lot of that and I love it for that because like I'm the kind of person that like 
that starts those fights and seeks those things out in games like this, where I like going Same. to places where like, I'm like, I feel underpowered and I'm fighting something I shouldn't fight yet, but like I'm, I'm scraping by, there's a chance that I can kick this thing's ass. I love doing that. Um, the Valkyrie fights in the last God of War are awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff similar to that in this game too, which is really, really cool. Elden Ring is covered in that all over the place. Yeah. I mean, Elden yeah. Ring literally like there's the first hour of, of Ragnarok is basically tutorial handholdy stuff. And mm-hmm. then they, they let you go free. Elden Ring lets you putz around in the cave for five minutes and they kick your ass out of this door. And then there's just like a guy on a horse that wants to kill you. That happens so quickly. You, you can miss the tutorial if you don't jump into a hole, yep. yeah. which is sort of common sense in video games is to avoid jumping in holes. So if you're not great yeah. at games and you, I don't know, you are like, I'm going to avoid this hole. Mm-hmm. You're kind of screwed there. It's, comical what um, yeah, it's so it's yeah. so interesting that, that you say that brian because like the, uh, like you know like I'm, I'm playing and i will admit this even though i i, I probably shouldn't i'm playing uh god, uh god of war ragnarok on story mode and so but the, so it's it's relatively easy but as you're you not progress supposed to play it that the way game, the developers actually put that in there by accident so the fact that you selected it is doing what <laughs> it's it, actually a yeah. bug yeah it's, it's not supposed to have easy difficulties R- no, really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They, it, it, you know, it's there because it's bad now. No, no, no. Do not. Well, no. Well, the reason I mention it is because, like, you know, as you you know get later on in the as you progress in the game, like it gets harder and harder. You gotta you gotta actually strategize your movements. You can't right. just like you can't just go in the welding, you know, uh, uh, Leviathan. Um, but but the thing is, that's how Elden Ring starts off for me. You know, yeah. I create my samurai. I'm looking all cool with my samurai sword. Mm-hmm. I go on out. I see this dude on a horse. You can easily die because you're you're right here just grazing with your horse and then right, he but, just kills me once. But, but what's behind that horse, Akeem? A little pond full of horrible turtles and you can go kill them and feel good about yourself. So there's always that option. Like God of War basically is like, all right, you know, there's some there's a lot of linearity to that game. Obviously, there's it's a ton of optional stuff too. But the great thing about Elden Ring is like if you're getting your butt kicked by something, you just walk around, go somewhere else, and you know, kind of brute force your way through the rest of the world. Can we rewind to you saying the way you feel better about dying a bunch is to go kill a bunch of baby turtles. In it's oh, in, in Elden Ring, it's not okay. <laughs> I love don't turtles. Isolate that. <laughs> don't isolate that quote. I thought those you use dogs. that against me. How dare you? <laughs> there are dogs. There's, They're like but there's, there's, There is a pond. I know exactly the yes. pond. There's like the little uh, the little mosquitoes that are there, mm-hmm. like, and then there's the little egg thing. Let's 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 move there's on. More of a, let's yes, move let's on to move some on. other criteria. Okay. <laughs> This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? 
None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's, let's talk visuals. <laughs> visuals. The thing, I mean, Akeem, you were, we were talking about this before, before the show, but like the thing that you want to experience Elden Ring because of is because it's a gorgeous game. Right. It's, mm-hmm. There's a yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really captivating. Like, uh, so I I mean I watch a lot of you know let's plays and I've I've just seen people just like just traversing through the world and it's it's amazing. Like just just looking at it and I want to experience like as as a gamer myself I want to experience that as well, but. That, that learning curve is just what, what really like keeps me from experiencing it myself. So right. you know, the only thing I can do is just watch other people as they progress throughout the game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is freaking gorgeous. Honestly, it's undeniable. You, you can't deny that it looks amazing. This and, is a tough category. Yeah. yeah, and I will say that's a totally fair way to enjoy a game. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of games that just aren't for everybody. Like they're made for anybody to play it, but it may be somebody's like, I really want to see what this game looks like, but I really don't enjoy playing this genre of game. It's totally fine to go and watch right. somebody else play it and to experience it that way. Yeah, look um, at that. That was beautiful. 100%. Yeah. You can unlock Link in that game. Yes. Um, okay, so let's let's just be completely blunt again on a tech on a sheerly technical level just looking at like you know stuff like textures no and, and resolution no contest god of war wins yes. yeah. obviously we're on the we're right? on the elden ring team but yes god of war wins god of war wins here. on like a t- on a technical level and <laughs> when it comes to art direction i think the debate gets a lot more heated and i will say that straight up elden ring wins in art direction and i think that like like uh raf grisati right at, at at uh sony santa monica is one of the most amazing artists on planet earth lead art director on this game this this game has god of war ragnarok has phenomenal visuals and graphics it has some really really truly cool environments some great boss fights some great character design yada 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 i think elden ring is the better game visually despite being lower resolution because the art direction in that game is incredible it is like it is 
terrifying. It uh, is uh, it haunting. This these gorgeous vistas that are rewarded to you after like this horrible boss fight. The the the, the exploration and the visuals go hand in hand and sort of rewarding you uh, to turn corners and and find secrets and stuff like that. And just looking at the creature design, I think that the creature design, the boss design, the enemy design in Elden Ring is much more interesting than the average grunts you're fighting in God of War. I will definitely give it to you when it comes to enemies, bosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like weapons and stuff like that. Some of the weapons are really cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, I yeah. love the Leviathan Axe. I love all the weapons you get in God of War. But like, there's just so much more in Elden Ring that like it gives you a chance to fall in love with so many different things. Like I said, I love my shield build, which is dumb, but I, it's great and I love it. Um, and I would say that God of War has the better art direction for the most part, but that's if that was until I rode that first elevator down to another galaxy <laughs> yeah. in Elden Ring. Yeah. And just seeing that kind of like landscape, starscape, whatever you want to call it, like that was gorgeous. Like that is probably by far one of my favorite art direction, art directed pieces that I've seen in a game in the last like half probably, a Probably half, the half, best half moment in video games in 2022 was that first I elevator. I agree, right? yes. Right? Yeah, because you just didn't know. You're like, Okay, I'm gonna take this elevator down, go to this mm-hmm. dungeon. It'll be, you know, it's like a little two floor elevator. You go down like a thousand floors. I mean, it's it's such a huge issue of scale, like in terms of what the art direction is doing, what the art is doing, and it's like you know, you look at God of War, and it's it's got much higher fidelity, much more detail on every little thing, but there are less little things in general, mm-hmm. and the scale of the world is smaller because you know you're you're it's much more intimate. You're up close to these characters. The characters are stunning to look at. Like yeah. you can see you know scar tissue and pores. Like it's it's incredibly like you know well realized, and that's what the focus was. Whereas in the case of Elden Ring, it's a giant world to explore. And it's sort of like they they don't really want you to be that you know dialed in on the margins. Like it's about going out there and seeing those big. It's about scenic vistas and giant you know large scale elevator rides and huge bosses and stuff. There's definitely you know there's some huge bosses in God of War too. But what it's about a, those crows? Those huge crows in in Kalen. Those are your, I actually those are your think best those, friends. That's yeah. actually a, po- a point against Elden Ring because those crows suck. I love I, I those say, dog I love, crows. I love Elden Ring except for the weird animal heads, the the giant dogs that look like dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Those oh, are little, those are bad. little double like half Cerberus looking God, those things. Them. Yeah, they're, they're awful. And this guy, this one, what is that? Like the big stick insect you have to fight in a lake. I don't even think you have to fight him, right? No, this is optional. Yeah, it's like an optional a man's fight. face and a huge like mustache pincer. Love I, it. He, yeah. Okay, so can can we can we agree that that Elden Ring wins on on visuals, art direction? Why does art have to be a contest, huh? Because this, look this is it? we can't we're we're gamers. We can't like anything without putting something else down. Gamify it. <laughs> Are we really gonna give this point to Elden Ring? Is that what we're gonna do? I, I think mean, it's a I think it's kind of a, a it's tie. Be a tie. I think what? it's a tie in this one. Oh. Shout, shout out to shout out to Tanver. He was one of the art directors on uh, the 2018 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came back for Ragnarok. I think he did a great job. I'm going to give him that. Y'all got crows. We got ravens. How about that? Those ravens are so boring. There's just green. like it's a hologram raven. Go get out of here. And then they, and they they talk like they're mice eth- in a Christmas excuse movie. Excuse me. They're ethereal. All they're right. Not holograms, all right. They're ethereal. All right. <laughs> Holograms didn't exist back then. All right, Brian. Back when. <laughs> Which has, I don't know. Was it BC or AD? What year does Ragnarok take us? <laughs> okay, the let's year go. In Ragnarok okay. Let's talk sound and music because honestly, Ooh. yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, uh, I I was actually I wasn't as moved by the music in Ragnarok as I was in the first one. I, oh man, I like agree I, with that. that had such like that that just 
you know, the Bear McCreary score that kept kind of building up and you're just like, oh, that's like, it's Kratos. He's going to like burst out. It's got that kind I, of like brooding feel to it. And I kept waiting for it to sort of hit that same high in Ragnarok and it never, it never did for me. It's still, you know. I don't, I don't, and I, I loved what, uh, was it Bear McCreary did for, for the 2018 game? And I, I feel like the sentence you just said, I don't think that there's anything um, in Ragnarok that was like, it moved me significantly more than it did in the 2018 game. You know, like there was, and there's more and more and more of everything. But I think that hearing that music for the first time in 2018 was really, really special and less so this time around. Whereas Elden Ring has one of the best video game scores ever. Even the title screen move, uh, song just gets you incredibly hyped as it. Maybe it's because it's been like probably six months since I've booted mm-hmm. up Elden Ring, but that like opening screen jingle is the only song I can remember. Yes, yeah, like that's the only thing it I remember from the score. Like it's, I I know there are some good tracks in there, but none of them lingered with me like some of the games did. From like like twenty twenty one was a banger year it's, it's for soundtracks and scores. Much more ambient. Yeah, like, I feel like God of War is very much cinematic. It supports the sort of emotional stakes, whereas like Elden Ring, like obviously you get these like amped up moments where like a boss fight is happening. It's right. very much like you know very operatic. But like most of the time, you're kind of kind of out doing stuff. And again, like I, nothing, none of it really. Which I guess is it's not, you know, it's like good good sound design is you don't notice it, you know. Mm-hmm. And to to the point of like sound effects and stuff, a buddy of mine is a is a sound designer for games, and he was pointing out that like FromSoft mixes their sound like arcade games. Like he was saying that basically it's it's it can occasionally you'll have like, you know, a noise will just be like weirdly too loud, but it's it's telling you where things are. Right. It's a communication mm-hmm. thing rather than like an immersion thing. I really like I, I liked the ambient music in the background of the first area in this game a lot that had that like weird, hazy kind of morning feel to it as you as you poked around and explored that world for the first time like i'll, I'll never forget just how like kind of magical that felt is was poking around there and just that 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 feeling of like this is sort of familiar because i've played from soft games before but also that completely unknown feeling that came with searching and exploring that world and seeing things for the first time and i think the music played a significant part in that so yeah this is a tough one no, no, I, I don't think it's that tough at all. I mean, if what? you're if you're coming if you're coming off of the uh, the 2018 uh, God of War game, like uh, honestly, the impact that I felt with the score uh, in in the 2018 God of War game, much more than than uh, uh, Ragnarok, like because it's 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 a similar score, so like the right. impact isn't the same. So I I will yield uh, and 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 give this one to Elden Ring. Okay, uh, I can agree with I, that. I, I can... I think this should is the we, one, the one you agree on, but I don't. I don't know if Jada and Max agree. So I like. We're. I'll take it. I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I can agree. Like, yeah. Like you don't know. Don't just take it. Come Elden on. Ring. No. Best sounding game. Of it's the ours. Year. Sorry. Ragnarok, we did it. I mean, Ragnarok had some <laughs> really great. Ragnarok has some really great moments, and the the music it fluctuates so well when you're tra- going from traversal to these big cutscene moments, these big battles. Like it's amazing. It's an amazing score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it kind of. It averages out higher overall than 2018, but I don't think it has the peaks that 2018 yeah. had. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you that's know, so, that's I love that. That's such like an unfair disadvantage. Like yeah, there was it no, is. there was no Elden Ring one to get be like oh, this, this year's version wasn't let's, as good. Yeah. Like, let's give a quick shout out though, because like parrying in this game, blocking and throwing your axe, those noises 
are those sounds yes. are incredible and they are incredibly that, rewarding too. That, the you know that very that first fight with Thor when yep. your your axe collides with Mjolnir like yep. just that mm -hmm. that was just Hold on amazing. Here. We're, I thought we were just talking about music. Well then in that case let, let's too. let's let's roll this back. Yeah, cuz I mean like I remember there was one scene with everyone eating at that table in in, in Sindri's house. Oh my goodness! You could hear them just like smacking yeah, on whatever it looked like hot dogs. I don't know what they were docking doing. some <laughs> points for that because it was. It, Brian's got that misophonia. Thing. I don't really have he it. He's so upset when he hears people eating. He's like little snacking sounds. <laughs> yeah. He gets all worked even, up. Even about in it. game form, in, it's in game form. Especially, I, I, this never happened to me he's with this the, game. He's got the Dolby Atmos. He hears all the people. This sound is annoying me right now. This <laughs> this lie talking. It's called talking, Brian. <laughs> I am awfully nasal. Stop anyway. it before I puke. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what's next? <laughs> uh, we should probably talk about just gameplay. Oh yeah, that thing That's you do the whole time. Yeah, you know, it's a little important. Elden Ring. Okay, Are you kidding me? Hands yeah. down, Red what? Rock. Yes. No, Elden, Elden Ring has so much more flexibility in terms of gameplay. You play the entire game with just shields. I know. You can do that. You can't do that in God of War. You'll die. I I would disagree because I went through the whole game basically barehanded with my shield. Oh, yeah. You'll die just using your shield is what Brian just said. That's something that's supposed to protect you. Try doing a puzzle with just your shield in, in, in God of War. <laughs> try try freezing will, a geyser with just you your shield. You know what? Um... I don't have to worry about that because Atreus will just tell me how to do it. He doesn't and I'll even figure have a shield. <laughs> does he even have a shield? No, he doesn't. No, so well, he, yes, he does. He has a magic shield. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> anyway, I, I think this is Elden Ring because of specifically what, you, what you've already said, Jada. Okay. That you can, you can re-roll in this game. You can play as a magician. You can fight people from a distance. You can be a healer. You can be a samurai. You can be a knight. You can be a police officer, probably. There's so many different things you can be, right? And that's what I love about this game. And I think that like the combat is incredible in Ragnarok I think the exploration is a pain in the ass I think that getting around that game is a pain and that's part of gameplay and I think that the the way you get around Elden Ring is incredible I, unlocking fast travel points zipping to there in half a second and then kicking butt I will agree Elden Ring does have the better traversal when mm -hmm. it comes to just like being able to fast travel just open up your map and be like I want to go here unless you're like teleported by one of those uh the mimic chests but like because like yes I really got tired of like Ragnarok when I'm like, I'm going to hunt down for this artifact, yep. run all the way to this corner. I'm like, oh, it's not here. Yep. Um, I guess I got to run all the way back to this, the gate so I can travel back or reload my save file. So like I made, I made use of that personally to kind of shortchange some of the time. I took some shortcuts like that. Yeah. That's called save scumming. Yeah. yeah whatever. Um, it, it, that's fine. That's all fair. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I will say Elden Ring it's fair, but is it fun? I mean, I get to play Marvel Snap when I'm loading cutscenes. So, um, <laughs> another game of the year contender. Another comes game of the year contender to help um, Ragnarok. Yes, um, but yeah, no, I, um, I don't know. I feel like yes, traversal is better than Elden Ring. It just it's it's faster. It feels smoother. But I feel like God of War's combat rewards you more for skilled play uh, gameplay play when you're playing skillfully like Ragn um, Elden Ring definitely does as well like nailing those perfect parries nailing that perfect dodge and being able to like counter your opponents in Elden Ring it has that like kind of that pause moment when you repost an enemy right. it feels really good but I don't think there was any battle 
playing through Elden Ring that made me feel the way I felt when I was taking down the toughest of the tough bosses in Ragnarok and doing them hit, like hitless, I doing mean, them without damage. Okay, what about like like Let Me Solo Her and stuff like that, right? Like this yes. this this was a cultural moment for for video games to watch this player take on some of the hardest bosses in this game in underwear and taking no hits the whole time. Like that is, that is, that is, that is sheer, pure, unadulterated raw ass gameplay right there. Crushing it. Right. Like, and it's God of Wars gameplay is fantastic. The combat is so, so good, but Elden Ring's like sort of ability to let you approach those conflicts and those scenarios with completely different builds puts it on another level for me. Now, yes, God of War, you do have a bunch of different options mm -hmm. in terms of characters. You have different options in terms of, well, you're kind of bottlenecked into characters for specific things, yeah. but you do have a bunch of different weapons and the new one this time around, it's very, very cool. So I'll give it that. Yeah. I mean, Oh, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's a lot it, like Elden Ring's kind of jack of all trades, master of some, maybe if you're good. Yeah. You know? Whereas like God of War is uh, acts of you've got like what four weapons, five weapons, three yeah. depending. F plus four, some side characters. Four if you include like your if you include barehanded, but yeah, like there's a gun behind Sindri's house too. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but also like you know God of War does really lean into like different build paths you can do. Like I did a poison melee build, which mm -hmm. was cool, which is something you can do in like Elden Ring. You can build these types of builds. So God of War does have it. It doesn't have it to the level of Elden Ring, so I will concede that right. portion to Elden Ring. It is more versatile. It also um, uh, God of War. I mean Elden Ring also has the PvP PVE stuff where like you know mystical ninjas can show up from the internet and, and kill people for you or it's like pretty, it's pretty good or show up and yeah. kick your ass out of nowhere like there is that element to it of just like walking across the field and all of a sudden some dude materializes out of nowhere and he's red and you're like oh no I'm well, it's, carrying it's, all this money he's gonna that, take like, it it's that from soft like Soulsborne secret sauce but refined mm -hmm. in every area yeah like, they really they made mm -hmm. it so you can jump which is cool without doing like a weird little you know, and your your poison high. build Ragnarok thing is awesome, but I don't think most people like even explore those options. I think most people kind of golden path it. They wear whatever you know clothes they find in a couple of chests, and they don't really think too hard about that. Whereas I feel like there was a whole conversation with Elden Ring about I can't see a single boss in this game without wanting to replay this. By the way, without uh, the, the whole conversation about like who are you playing as? What's the what's the right build? What's like what's right for you? Like you know what's a good starting class? What's a good expert class? Like I think that that adaptability and those options may put it on another level man brian why are you making this so difficult guy this is what i'm here to do this is this is a debate this You're is making i'm making it so difficult that's no, the point. i love it but i yeah. love it i yeah, love no, it i love this I, no you make some really really good points i love too. having these conversations yeah, me too with you. me too um akeem what do you got for us what gameplay come well, on back me up here. I, I was i was gonna say i think the ultimate question that uh we need to ask uh this panel is all right let's say you are kratos you're a dude with with an axe Mm -hmm. you got muscles you you have a reputation of killing gods right who you got who do you got in a fight if you were to put that person into an elden ring of sorts or mm -hmm. ragna box whatever you want to call it <laughs> um against a tarnished who lost their grace and is wearing like a ceramic vase on their head with a stick who do you got in the, this fight would you rather lose your grace or your wife <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm could be Brian. the same. Could be the same I'm thing. Your, it could I'm, be the same thing if your wife's name is Grace. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm fighting <laughs> my <dirty>. Grace. <laughs> I'm I don't want to lose my Grace. Uh, it's wait, the same thing. So wait, you think the game with the gameplay should be decided by who of these two fictitious characters, one that's different for every person mm -hmm. who rules, could win in a fight? Yes. <laughs> I think Mitchell Saltzman, who reviewed. Uh, 
uh, I think both Both of these games, right? No, I don't think he, no, he, no, Cardi. Yeah, Cardi reviewed God of War. War. Um, I think Mitchell Salzman could beat both of these characters. Are you going to put those two against each other? Is that what you're saying? Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to help Team Ring on this one. Okay. You can build Kratos in Elden Ring and it's, it's been there. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to concede this one to Elden Ring because you can literally build Kratos. And also if you, if you suck, you can like, like ring a little bell and like a, a, like a jellyfish shows up and starts throwing up on Kratos. Mm -hmm. Or you can like ring a different bell. And then some guy whose name is like Dave shows up and does like a weird handstand (laughs) and then starts kicking Kratos' ass. I'm not happy about conceding gameplay, but I will concede it just because you can literally build Kratos in, in Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why. One thing that I think is going to be a huge deciding factor in what gets picked as Game of the Year and what gets the Game Awards is the, not just accessibility, but approachability. Like, Mm -hmm. one of these games wants more people to play it. Like, God of War wants anybody and everybody to be able to play it, and that's both in terms of, like, it has difficulty options, but it also has a ton of accessibility options, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And, like, I mean... People definitely get creative and they'll like they'll you know fight Melania using a Donkey Konga controller or whatever. Like they get <laughs> they get weird. But that's kind of you know, they you have to jump through some hoops. Like it is it is a game that is that is not welcoming. Like it is not a game that wants people to enjoy it, which is, you know, part of the charm. But again, it's it's a it's a weird one, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, that said, you I think this this is a weird quote to isolate me on, but like I think Elden Ring is easier than God of War Ragnarok because Elden Ring, you could theoretically summon people to beat the entire game in front of you while you stand there and clap or hide in a corner. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? No, there's like places where it like I don't there's places where it just doesn't work, you know? I think in every for every boss fight you could, right? Yeah, but Fire Giant, it's really hard because like you 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 need to be on your horse for that. Well, you don't have to be, but it's... I cheese Fire Giant. I made him jump off a cliff two times until he committed suicide. I tried suicide. to do that. They nice. patched it out, and he I fell off the cliff instead. And he got he just... you got to get good or get a time machine and play the um, earlier version of that game. <laughs> yeah, I will agree. I think um, God of War is hands down the more accessible title. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring did make a lot of strides in being more approachable, and that's why we we saw so many sales for yeah. Elden Ring for the first couple months. Like it was outselling everything for to like what May? I think it was. It's still is it still the second best selling game of the year? It probably is behind Call be of Duty, which doesn't count because they just take that trophy every year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the you know no easiest. shade to the world's most <laughs> lucrative gaming franchise, right? Um, but I think that you know I think that God of War is you know more approachable in a aspect of this is a big name game people are gonna know it mm-hmm. like you if you're playing if you have a playstation generally you know what god of war is even if you've never played any of the previous god of war games you've probably heard of yeah. god of war if you're picking up a ps5 you may not know what elden ring is even though it was such a cultural like thing earlier right. this year god of war has been a cultural thing for decades it's yeah. part of an established franchise yes. yeah and so and i think god of war did a really good job of making it more approachable with like you know making to many's dismay the puzzles are very easy to solve thanks to all the, the helps and hints yeah um, i didn't need that though I, yes i agree i didn't either um you're on fire but you probably already know that yeah, like, don't worry it'll pass um it's just it's like cool i i was afraid behind of, you kratos i was afraid i actually appreciate the behind you call outs because when you're fighting like eight people and oh you miss the arrows yeah, on the something. bottom well i mean you can see the arrows but yeah. if you're also looking to parry an attack and then quick turn uh-huh. and then parry yeah. the next strike like it it helps on your left <laughs> i will say that there's a bunch of accessibility options that uh were in ragnarok that i put on that don't necessarily make the game easier but make it less annoying in weird ways <laughs> 
Um, like there, there's a thing where it lets you basically like auto vault over like uh, small things or like mm. pick up stuff without having to jam on the A button. Any video game that says like, do you want to press the button a thousand times for a QTE or just hold it once? I just go, oh, hold it once. I'm old. I don't want it to be smashing that thing all day. I did do that for, I recently turned it, um, changed that setting for Gotham Knights. Right. Because there's anytime you get frozen, it's like button mash X a bunch of times or press it once. Yeah, I don't need to do all and, that. And like, so like they, you know, off tangent, but they introduce introduce the new uh, showdowns where you're fighting like higher, harder versions of Freeze, Clayface, Harley right. Quinn, and the Freeze fights. Like my power level is like five thousand, and I was taking on this nine thousand powered Freeze. And if he freezes you, like he literally just shoots you again, and you like basically fall over where I was at my level. I was way under leveled. Um, but if I tap it once, I could break three, get in the cover, heal, do whatever. Thing. So like, I love those type of features because sometimes it's just it's better for the game what's the, um, what like what's the stance on that because the people who are like the you should Sekiro shouldn't have an easy mode like from soft games should oh they don't need to change it for babies but like what's the argument in that crowd for quick time events that make you tap something because as far like, as i'm concerned it's like it's not i don't know that, I, it immersion like you're you're trying to break free so mm-hmm. like you're try, you're like i gotta keep hitting buttons and like you're punching your way out of the ice or yeah. ripping yourself out of being tied up or, or whatever from like I don't the, know. The, the, the hardcore competitive quick time event scene like what are the, how do they feel about these things they like you're you're a fake gamer <laughs> if you don't tap that x button i i feel I, like those people uh if they are out there um they don't exist. When I replay Resident Evil 4 on professional mode, which I do like once a year, the QTEs are my least favorite part because you have to like jam on those buttons so fast to run Some away them, from yeah. boulders. And like, and it's not really like that on normal, but on the hardest difficulty it is. Whatever. I had yep. to talk about Resident Evil 4 once legally That's per fair. episode. We can so. come, back, come around and talk to Bloodborne some more. Mm. Now, there's a lot of ways that people are going to compare you know, Ragnarok and Elden Ring, even though they're drastically different. But there's one thing they have in common that is, I think a divisive topic and what? that is riding around on a yak oh come Both on yes games have you riding a yak uh, how it's okay first of all torrent is Tor- a yak torrent is, is a, a horse with horns yak? he's not a yak what do you think he's, a yak is it's a horse with horns that's basically all it is. you're a, a horse yak. with horns how dare you <laughs> also can we can we please specify for for the the audience that we're not talking about uh a kayak or the yakuza oh right so they don't get confused <laughs> well there is a kayak in god of war right yeah, you technically, do a, yeah. Technically, it's a kayak. Technically, yeah. It's a, and Yakuza, that's a different. Yeah, it's like a canoe. Yeah. It's closer to like a canoe. Anyway, I, I will say that the game that lets you materialize a mystical yak horse underneath your ass with the push of a button anywhere you are and lets you ride it all over the world, including off of cliffs and up mountains, is the winner versus the one with the slow yak that yeah. eats old fruits I in the toilet the, swamp. The whole sequence with, with you ride around on Yala, Jala, whatever. the, the, the Yala. Yala. The, Yala. Yala. Yeah. yeah the, that yak, that was very touching, very sweet. It was. That yak needs to hurry. Up. That yeah, is, it was a slow ass yak. <laughs> Speed it up, yak. This is a thirty-hour game. I like that that game was like, here, you are the god of war. You're gonna fight gods, Ragnarok. And then it was like, all right, time to hop on the yak. It's yak trip. We're taking the yak in the lake. We're gonna go yak boat, and we're gonna walk around on the go, yak. Gotta yeah, that yak some apples. Get that, get that yak some yak snacks, everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Elden Ring. That yak on snacks the are called and yak. What are they yak called? snacks are called teriyaki sauce. Oh yeah, god, okay. <laughs> that's what I feed my yak. Anyway, Akeem, can you agree <laughs> that the yak horse in Elden Ring is so much better? And honestly, probably the best horse yak in any any video game ever made. Are you kidding me? Any game that has a yak in it is is a clear winner in my book. So I think they both win on this. 
What? No, that's, that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> that's camp? exactly what you were looking for, Brian. Trust me, it was. You were it looking is a for good yaks. point. I'm going to have to yeah. side with Akeem. How? On this. They're both adorable Having, yaks. Yeah, they're both great yaks. No, they're not both great yaks. One of them is really s- slow. Yeah, and but he, it's nice. But can Torrent swim He's underwater I like want, Yala? I want can a Torrent to- go underwater like Yala? I don't remember. Probably. No, I mean, you make cannot. that you make that thing walk through blood. It can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you send Torrent through a deep puddle of water, and he's falling to the bottom of the pits, and you're going along with him. We actually yeah. don't know how well he'll uh, the the other Yala will do in deep. You know what? Yala Enough goes underwater. She literally has to go underwater in one of the scenes, just for a second or two, though. We yeah, don't but know. still, yeah, you send Torrent in for a second or two, and he disappears. Look, also, maybe maybe she drowns, and they send another one up. You have no idea. There could <laughs> Look be a at bunch the size of those horns. They're huge. <laughs> that doesn't mean and it's. Better. Decorated. They have ornaments on them. Torrance is the best. Of, is the best rideable video game in any open world game of ever. Packages back there. I don't know. I love you, Torrent. <laughs> I like Torrent too, but yeah. I think Yala gets some get some uh, get some points. You know. Remember you when Torrent was? Remember when Torrent was Kaza? Yeah. That's how that's how slow this yak Yala is. <laughs> I mean, I think this is just a nice leisure, leisurely stroll. Like, you know, yeah. take a moment to breathe. I don't need a moment. It wasn't a moment. It was like 90 minutes. I like that the yak in the Elden Ring was so exciting. You can jump twice. What a treat. I love video Isn't that great? A double jumping magic horse that materializes under your ass with the push of a button versus that horrible bog carpet that walks around. (laughs) Now, I love Yala. He's cute too, or she, whatever. But I think that Torrent wins this one by a landslide. We have a thing here. We wanted to to figure out which game has the most... Memeable moment, but I hate that word, and it, it makes m- my skeleton want to leap out of my body. So well, you, say, saw, which, you saw it like the the what was it? I think Oxford's uh, word of the year was, is goblin ooh, mode. That was great. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I feel like Elden Ring definitely has more goblin mode in it. Yeah, that th- there are a lot of goblins in there. And stuff. Actually, there's a lot of goblins in both ga- well, okay, games. Which game would you say is is the most sort of viral cultural zeitgeist? Elden Ring. Like, yeah, Elden Ring. I think. Tw- I, so I think 2018's God of War had like the boy thing, right? Like that was a huge thing, and I think that like that had its time. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring this year was again a like a. A cultural phenomenon on a, a different level. Like the the let me solo her stuff is just a part of it. I think like there were so many memes that came out of that. Even just like we made the joke before about the dog. Like every animal in that game, uh, somebody leaving a note that said like dog ahead or whatever. Or, is this a dog? Oh, oh yeah, it was the funny. That was <laughs> so like funny. A, right next to a turtle. Like yeah, yeah. A turtle spawn. Everybody's just writing. Fort is this dog night? Um, the Caleb was, is it? Yeah. That, that oh, whole yeah. area. Yep. People like t- taking that picture and putting it above like, or taking that logo and putting it above like shots of Florida and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, that's a tricky one because there are all these like, the first God of War it had its chance to do that. It had those, you know. Mm-hmm. There's all those like weird clips of like the, like Kratos smiling, a horrible picture. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they made they made yeah. like they they, they literally yeah. manufactured memes for that game. Yeah, they they go in and they make yeah. gifts of their characters after, and they're good, time. and yep, it's they're and great. they're adorable. They're they're great, but it's also like on this level, it's kind of like giving yourself a nickname, right? Like Elden Ring, that stuff just happened naturally. Yeah, right. I mean, I gave myself a nickname. That's where you think Jade Arena came from. Okay, I mean that's a that's a good one. So thank that's you. A, right. There we so go. You win. You win that um, But <laughs> but also like we can't forget Ragnarok does have some big moments. I don't know if there's anything that like as many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those at home, we're laughing because we're 
our red, our wonderful producer, know. is now playing a bunch of the Honestly, Elden like, Ring memes, and I, would, I, I offer you an accord with I a Honda Accord. Pop to just get bored while we're talking and just go on YouTube and like pull up like funny mm-hmm. Elden Ring meme video, and he's just like watching this and half. I don't know, but it's good. We didn't ask him to do this. But Jada, you and I were talking earlier. There was there is that like there is Kratos, that like, like Kratos. Do you want a snack? I, I do not want a snack. That whole thing like, that was great. Was great. Yeah. That like, was great. I, I was rewatching um, clips from the Game Awards for weird I don't know why I guess to remember what happened but sometimes when, you get nostalgic yeah. you know for the classics but when, when uh, you know Kratos and Atreus the Christopher Judge and Sonny whatever his name is the, the, they came so out to present, pre- yeah. present an award yeah. and it was it was such a it, it felt like one of those awkward pauses where like somebody can't open the envelope mm-hmm. but they were totally stretching it out and, he, and he's just like boy read it <laughs> and it was like it worked so well because it was like it wasn't yep. just the boy part it was the boy read it thing which was just mm-hmm. and like people you know people lost it was it was cute and I, I mean in Kratos and uh, Kratos and Atreus that was their kind of the relationship in 2018 like all the like the journal entries and stuff that was mm-hmm. all Atreus and stuff like that so. that was a good year though uh, it's a shame that Ragnarok didn't come out that year because uh, Elden Ring did come out this year and i think elden ring wins in this category <laughs> well uh, thank you very much uh, you know t- to be fair that category can't be decided because we haven't had a game awards this year with god of war ragnarok so we might okay. get more stuff. i've said this a bunch of times before but uh god of war 2018 beat rockstar games red dead a massive sprawling wildly ambitious open world game and won game of the year at, at the tgas and at ign deservingly so, so. So yeah, uh, I, agreed, yes, agreed. I agree. Agreed. Um, that had a slow ass horse. Um, <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, you go. Could, yeah. So anything could happen, right? Never say never. <laughs> you could eat beans in the movie theater though, which is pretty cool. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good game. You could bump into someone in can... town, and like everyone in that town would be mad at you for like a year. <laughs> Couldn't ever what? go back. Which of these games had the best moment? Like, what was the just the most over the top? It's tricky because everyone had their own experience in Elden Ring, whereas like God of War is much more like. Again. I mean, be- beating beating like a really tough boss in Elden Ring is on another level. Uh, like that's 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 a high that that I hope you get to experience someday, Akeem. But like it is, <laughs> it's a high on a on a whole other level. Like beating like I, I and I felt that way, you know, from Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, that fun stuff. Like actually pulling off one of those things with with a you know a fraction of just barely of, surviving, yeah. pulling out like getting a little bit of yep. lucky look like that that should have killed me yeah. but it that, didn't kill me you like that down said, you're like standing on your coffee table and you're like when did that happen you just, <laughs> i mean but the the thor fight in ragnarok when you do die and, and he yes, revives I, you yes, and it shows yes. you that like the, that's the the, the, the screen the, like yes, you're dead yes, the hit screen and yeah. then he he does he, he jolts you back to life that is incredible that was an amazing moment that had me hooting and hollering that yeah. was pretty good that whole that i feel like that stretch early on was like really pretty solid i don't know i feel like i feel like one of the moments later on and i'm not going to go into too much detail because i don't want to spoil it but there's a moment between kratos and brock in like the two-thirds about two-thirds of the way through the through the story and that literally brought me to tears like that moment brought me to tears like i have not felt a more powerful moment in a game in a very long time um than what I got to witness in that and just Mm -hmm. really understand and feel knowing a little bit, just enough of the backstory going into it to what it meant for both people going into it. It was just such a huge moment for me. Um, what about the elevator in Elden Ring? The Elden Vader. The Elden Vader. <laughs> Big magical elevator. The Elden Vader sounds the great, like a the, sounds like a new alien race. Great glass elevator that takes you down to the mystical factory of red stuff. Down I'm I'm, the... I'm gonna throw some love to the Ragnarok side real quick and and a little bit of shade because like you know like mm-hmm. like I said gamers can't compliment something about ter- tearing else <laughs> tearing something down. Um, the middle of Elden Ring, 
whatever that means to you, right? Because it's an open yeah. world game is probably the best part of that game. And I will say that like the last quarter of it kind of falls apart, not necessarily enough to destroy it, but like the environments aren't as vast. They aren't as dense. They aren't as interesting. There's some cool stuff there. There is some recycled bosses and stuff like that. Um, God of War has a little of that too. But um, the last third of Ragnarok is pretty damn flawless. The, the whole event of Ragnarok itself yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And like, I won't go into details. Obviously Ragnarok is going to happen because mm-hmm. that's what the game is about. Um, but yeah, like that, that moment, I a hundred percent agree. It was like when Ragnarok is happening, it's just kind of like you're peeled. Your eyes are peeled to the screen. Like you cannot look away because like, there's just so many things happening and you're just like, you're it's it childlike wonder yeah there's like, this breakneck speed to the pacing in the last third of that game the writing is incredible the story interactions are incredible the way the characters um without spoiling anything the, the way the characters just sort of like resolve the conflicts yes or attempt to um yes. it, it's I mean, really really they, really well done i mean they they made me care about a guy that like fixes my my weapons and sells me wares like i, I yeah. never thought i would care about a dude that talks like this, it was crazy. And he looks mm-hmm. like a freaking Smurf. And I actually cared about him, <laughs> you know, the entire time in the 2018 game. I was like, why, why does he look like a Smurf? And when is it going to come up? Are, yep. we, are we ever going to find out? And we find out why I look like a Smurf in this game. So don't worry about it. And, watch and, it. and Elden Ring, I think like it's got a lot of cool stuff in, in, in the last quarter of it, but it also kind of loses a lot of like the big cool areas and environments that it had earlier than that. Um, there's, there's some, there's some great stuff at the end of Elder Ring. There really is. I don't think the last boss is, I think the last boss is one of the weaker from soft bosses, especially at second phase, I think is just like straight up. It's probably just because you're really strong at that point. And then, you know, yeah, it's, it's also just like weak in terms of quality. Yeah. 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 That, that too, that too. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, what was your what was your big moment in either of these games? Like, what was the most hype moment for you? Uh, the, my my big moment in Elden Ring was when I I turned it off. Oh wow! Uh, and, wow! And booted up because I got too frustrated. Great moment. Great moment. I mean, I, what do you? I'm just I'm being honest here. No, Can I fine. be honest? Yes. I just want to be I want to be brutally honest with our with our audience with Definitely the people that brutal. are listening and watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can. I, it's not it brutal. Like I got too frustrated. You know, I was fighting a couple of zombies. I thought this was cool, and I was like, all right. I beat a few zombies. I think I'm ready for 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 the big bad bad boys. And boy, oh boy, was I not ready for the big bad boys. So <laughs> you I know just, what? Uh, Speaking of big bad boys, I'm really sad that Akeem's probably never going to see this enemy that got like early patches where this guy would get that's on screen right now. Was mm-hmm. those where? those large blubbery is that the boog- guys? Is that the boogeyman from basically Nightmare? pretty much Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Pretty much, but yeah, but he would like get into this like Sonic spin dash and get stuck or whatnot. There was those early bugs where yep. he would get caught on the thing and he would just be spin dashing as Sonic forever. I thought Akeem Dana, I'm sold. That. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. You said you said the magic word. You said Sonic. I'm, I will. I'm, I'm, Akeem, I'm back I will. In. I will take you there. I'm I will get. In. I will. I will hop back into Elden Ring and I will escort you there. Akeem, I think you should give Elden Ring another shot. I think. Let me. So you know that that tree sentinel that kicked your ass early on guys i think we yeah. just need to set up a four-player co-op between the four Probably. of us yeah so for our wonderful listeners and viewers at home obviously these are both great games which of them are you most excited about which one do you think is going to is going to take home the whatever award we're arguing about these things getting in the first place game of the year game, game of, the year. of the year yeah but there's not just one of them i mean and then games like uh, far cry 6 will be game of the year edition it's like who gave you game of the year you know like <laughs> it's a it's an arbitrary vague award but anyway let us know in the comments talk to us about what you know what, what side are you on and congrats you, to elden for? ring for being the game of the year congrats to ragnarok <laughs> for being the game of the year <laughs> which yak is better that's the real question that we solved that question. yak versus yak
Only one yak leaves. Okay. Yakety yak. <laughs> well, Don't come back. We were going to talk about some other stuff we were playing, but we got a little chatty there. Um, luckily, we do have some episodes. Well, my dog wants to leave. He's just like shaking his head. Um, we do have some other stuff to talk about in coming weeks. Um, I want to plug the Game Awards real quick. We are doing a pre-show. Brian and I are going to be on that. Uh, that is Thursday, December 8th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And IGN pre-show kicks off at 4 p.m. So come by, hang out, goof around with us. Uh, hopefully we'll see some exciting trailers. I think we're going to probably see a nice big something something reveal for Jedi Survivor. Because that that they, post show is going to be really fun because you'll be able to either catch us at our most elated when Elden Ring wins or frustrated uh, if it doesn't. So um, when Garfield well, lasagna party what wins. Do we, <laughs> choose your, <laughs> choose your How do we feel if they if it doesn't win any awards but they announce DLC? Are we happy? I yes. think we're happy. I don't, yes. I don't really yeah. care about awards that much. They're kind no, of, I, I don't you know, either. They're made up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that has been Beyond. Thank you all so much for joining us. And um, I hope that you care about Elden Ring or God of War because this show is probably pretty boring if you don't like either of them. But uh, Hey, we said Marvel Snap a couple times. We said Marvel yeah. Snap. You mentioned and Resident, Resident Evil 4. 4. Yeah. 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 And we yeah. said Garfield Lasagna Party, which is the true dark horse orange cat underdog of 2022. And Bloodborne still exists, and that's well, a great game. It sure is a game that came out at one point check out tetris anyway thank you all for <laughs> watching listening whatever uh we'll be back next week and uh beyond 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 Hi, I'm S.E., one of the hosts of Bitches on Comics, the most welcoming place for LGBTQ plus folks and women to chat comics, fiction, and pop culture. Bitches are both wanted and encouraged on our podcast. We speak with amazing guests about the media they've created, critiqued, and loved. And you don't have to just take our word for the great time we're having over here. We've been named a Best Comic Book Podcast by several publications, including Book Riot, The Mary Sue, and Comic Book Herald. So tune in and listen to us talk with your faves like Carmen Maria Machado, Amy Chu, Mari Naomi, Anthony Oliveira, and many, many others. Our whole goal is to include more folks in the comic book and pop culture world and to help new readers find comics and speculative books they'll love, with no shade for being new. You can find Bitches on Comics wherever you get your podcasts, and you can learn more at bitchesoncomics.com.